Hello, my fine friends. Thank you for choosing my podcast to listen to. We're powered by ACAS Plus. You can join uh, ACAS Plus if you want to get lots of bonuses. Google Rahalastapa and ACAS Plus and you'll get right there. There's lots of fun stuff to get. Um, Rahalastapa tour is nearly over. 21st of March, I'm at Bedford Corn Exchange. I'm talking to Olaf Falafel, who's a very funny children's author and stand-up comedian, and Al Murray, the pub landlord and historian man. And a friend of mine, uh, it should be fantastic, who went to Bedford, went to school in Bedford. It should be amazing. There's plenty of tickets left for that one. Uh, Glasgow on the 27th and Hull on the 28th. They're both sold out, but do keep checking the sites for returns. And uh, occasionally we put some comps back on sale, so there may be a chance to buy tickets. The main thing, though, is that I am going to be on tour doing stand-up, and I would love you to come. Uh, it's uh, from... It starts officially in May, but uh, there's a few tryouts in April and March. So I'm at the Bill Murray. I'm at um, various places. Luton Hat Factory and uh, the Berry Hedge End. I don't even know where that is before going into a big tour where I'm going all over the place. It's selling in various degrees. Glasgow sold out. They've added an extra date. Uh, Chorley sold out. Joined the waiting list. Uh, but a lot of the others have plenty of tickets. So... Do go and come to see that. richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour for all those tour dates. richardherring.com slash Rahalastapa for the remaining Rahalastapa dates. And uh, yeah, and then I'm going to take a little break from doing Rahalastapas. It'll be nice. We've got loads in the bank. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying them. I think there's some very high quality ones from this tour. Uh, so do keep listening. Do keep telling your friends. richardherring.com for all your Richard Herring needs. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another Rahalastapa. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there. It's another bonus Rich Tang's Less Square Theatre podcast from the Great Yorkshire Fringe from back in July. Uh, this time I'm talking to Mark Addy, who uh, I hoped would be as lovely a man as he appears on screen. You will find out whether he is during the course of this podcast or whether he's a horrible, horrible man. There's only one way to find out, and that is to listen. If you like these podcasts, please support them by coming to see us live at the Leicester Square Theatre. It's every Monday in October and November. There's loads more coming up in 2017 as well. Just check LeicesterSquareTheatre.com or RichTerring.com slash gigs, and you can see uh, all the names of who's coming up. Uh, we've got some really terrific people coming up in this series and lots more to book. Uh, there's Chris Addison, David Baddiel, um, Dane Baptiste, 
Uh, and hopefully something very exciting on the 31st of October. I haven't quite confirmed it yet, but if that comes good, I think that one will sell out pretty fast. So it's worth taking a punt and booking ahead. They're all good. Uh, even the people we haven't heard of will turn out to be good as well. Uh, and please come and see, as it occurs to me as well, you can listen to a free bonus podcast on iTunes and the British Comedy Guide. The, one of those will be going up every month. And then in 2017, we'll be releasing all six of the video episodes, which look like being quite long things with lots of, value in them so i hope you'll enjoy them again let's squaretheater.com if you want to buy tickets to that the next one is on october the 16th do tell your friends about these podcasts if you can if that's all you can do that is a massive help as well thanks very much see you later hope you enjoy this with mark addy he was nice oh i've been away bye ladies and gentlemen welcome to the white rose rotunda you're much better than last week's audience please welcome a man who is the next lord mayor of york it can't be that hard can it it's Richard Herring. Thank you very much. Oh, I'd love to see you all. Thank you for coming. Uh, welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, except at the Great Yorkshire Fringe. I was down uh, with the Sheriff of York uh, just now. Uh, it's quite an evil guy, but he calls it Rahalastapa Eatgif. So I don't, know if that, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's going to catch on. He's not that cool. He's not young and cool. We got some cool kids in the in the audience here in the front front row. How old are, How old are you two guys? 15, 16, yeah, gloss it over him, yeah, with that, yeah, are you, are you cool, what, do you like skateboarding and stuff, is that what you're into, yeah, and uh, do you play Pokemon, Pokemon Go, not playing that, I've got it on my phone, but the f- it's run out of battery, so I can't, I caught like a little Pikachu or something, it was good, you should give it a go, it's, that's what all the cool kids are doing, that's what I'm, ups- uh, what you're studying at school at the moment, a variety of things, <laughs> Okay, just I'm trying to make what what you're hoping to do for your O levels. <laughs> <laughs> you just finished them. Yeah, it's nice that you've you've got understood the lingo. Uh, the old li- what uh, what results are you hoping to get get in the sixth form? Better than C's. Have you? I should have got you two on instead of that Lord Mayor guy. <laughs> you got differing hopes. You got differing aspirations. I'm guessing you haven't got many aspirations, which is good. Keep it, keep it realistic. <laughs> There's lots of jobs for people like you, and then you've got... Is it? Okay. <laughs> Are you related to each other or just friends? Just friends, okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> bit, too, bit too straight in there. It's allowed now, mate. It's okay. It's fine. Maybe not, not for him. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is lovely to meet the audience here. <laughs> nice little young kid, like kids. I'm 49 years old, mate. We, they, did you drag them along to come out, or did they, did they drag you along? See, I'm, I'm pretty cool, aren't I? Yeah. See. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we've got fantastic. We've got like a movie star now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, but he's probably best known uh, for his. Appearances, DC Newley in Ghostbusters of East Finchley. That is why we're all here to see him. <laughs> Don't know if you've heard, but they're, ma- they're remaking Ghostbusters of East Finchley with all women in it. It's terrible. <laughs> Will you please welcome Mark Addy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome. Thank you very much. It is such an honour and pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Uh, do you remember much about the Ghostbusters of East Finchley? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ray Winston was in it. Oh, was that, he? Oh, I remember that, Raymond. 
<laughs> he, well, he's gone far, hasn't he? He has. Have a gamble. <laughs> what? Who's it hurting? <laughs> nice one, Ray. <laughs> oh dear. So it's, uh, I'm, I was very much looking forward to meeting you. I've not met you before, and the fear is because you're so lovely in all your most of your parts and, and, and nice guys. Could I be a and, cunt? And yeah, that you'd just turn out to well, be horrible. It could happen. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, you seem like you are generally nice, right. which is good. Uh, but after my questions, you may not be as uh, happy. Uh, so you were born in York. Yep. I'm very fascinated. Your dad was a glazier in the Minster, is that true? Yeah, he, he worked at York Minster, uh, was a, was a apprenti did apprenticeship, right. and uh, yeah, worked on the windows there. Wow. And, uh, yeah. He's still on the go, still making... Really? Uh, Making stained glass and uh, doing this thing. Terrific. Can you do? Is that a skill that's been nope. passed down? No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. Because you've been an actor, you've sort of straight out of drama school, straight into acting, or did you do anything else before? Did you have jobs? Uh, I went. I, I worked. I, st I started backstage at York Theatre Royal when I was about fourteen, fifth, too young really to actually be employed. And <laughs> I think that, uh, seriously, they they got up into a situation where they said, "We've realised that you shouldn't act." Actually, be paying tax. <laughs> right. So, what does that mean? Well, we're going to have to give you all this money wow. back. <laughs> okay, D and don't say anything. Fine. <laughs> what am I doing talking about this You've now? Blowing it now after all this time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we. I mean, we, I was working out beforehand because we, you were, you were a couple of years older than me. So you, we, I would have been, we would have been in York at the same time yeah. as little tiny yeah, absolutely. kids. Absolutely. Uh, and you, you think you saw us at in the Edinburgh Fringe? I and did. And I may have seen you in the Edinburgh Fringe. Yes, in, possibly. In Bouncers. Bouncers. So you went, do you, went, you, would you work at Hull Truck? Was that one of your first jobs? Yeah, Hull Truck, uh, with, where you often had to push the bleeding van because <laughs> there was a problem with the starter motor. But when you've got a van which has the name of your company advertised over the back of it, you don't want to be pushing it up <laughs> the bleeding street every time. But there we go. That's all part of the fun. Yeah, well the whole truck theatre now is an amazing new venue they've got. They've got a new venue, yeah. yeah. We used to play the, we used to do the little... The little the one the, was the great. Yeah, yeah. The big one, I don't know. I, I mean, they've got to be careful because soon it's just going to be a carpet warehouse. Because <laughs> nobody's going to... They've, they've built a massive theatre. Yeah. And they're programming it poorly. And the mistake they made was to have it in Hull. You know. Uh, so <laughs> 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 um, it's great, it's a really good... Uh, the, uh, the technician at Hull Truck Theatre, who was that smiley guy, I can't remember his name, he was there for all... He was, he was, but you became friends with him, he was a really smiley guy. Oh, there were, a, there were a few smiley guys, yeah, he they was were just off there. He was just there, yeah. he, was, he was a really great technician. <laughs> it's very rare that you, you go back to theatres and it's the same person there all the time, but he was... Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit. Uh, there's so many things to talk about. And like, it, like I say, you almost, you've done so many different things, you sort of almost forget. I've forgotten you were in the time machine because I was a bit distracted by Samantha Mumba in, right. the, in the vest. That's a good vest. Yeah. Uh, and the bit of the time machine you're in is good because it's, corre it's correct. <laughs> right. it's, it's canon. Well, well except, yeah. that, except that uh, the bloke from Neighbours is in it. That's not right. Uh, and Guy Pearce, and um, that's the beauty of Hollywood. Though. Yeah, you see, you you Guy Pearce would probably not have a career in this country because people go, it's the fucking bloke off Neighbours. Yeah, yeah. 
Whereas in Hollywood, they haven't seen anything. <laughs> and they go, well, this, who is this guy? Yeah, He's yeah. great. Yeah. So, yeah, people reinvent themselves. It is though. Jim Robinson's and everything, isn't he? For me, <laughs> it is. Can't move for him. <laughs> <laughs> you never know his name, but it's Jim Robinson. He had that heart he attack in, in his West comeback. Wing. He was. Alan Dale. Yeah, Good call. Well done. <laughs> you like a bit of Alan Dale? Yeah, okay. Big Neighbours fan. Um, but yeah, the thing I didn't like about the time machine <laughs> was that he every time he went back and tried to change stuff, and it was and something conspired against him all the time to stop him saving his wife. I don't, not, I don't think that's how time travel would work. No. I, I, I mean, I'm, I w I've been thinking about your time traveling finger. Yeah. <laughs> and A lot of I don't know how, it, I, d I don't know how that fits in with the, that whole thing. Yeah. The, the weird thing about that, the time machine that we did was directed by H.G. Wells' great grandson. Really? Uh, who is a happens to be a director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe yeah. it or not, give him a ring. But Do you fancy having a go at a Hollywood film? Yeah, Samantha, I'm putting Samantha <laughs> Mamber in it. <laughs> what? The bloke off Neighbours, <laughs> big fat Yorkshire bloke who's in <laughs> fucking everything. No, but it, I, I think what happens is you, you start off with a concept that you think will work, yeah, and then executives appear in ties and go what about if you what about if you do this what about if you do that what yeah. about if you and you end up with something that's like no that's not the concept that we started with sure. but unfortunately by that point you know it's released in <laughs> august and you you stuck with with what you stuck with yeah yeah it's not easy no i know of course and, not, and, and also nobody nobody aims to make Something substandard. No. It's, a, it's, it's a strange one. You're all, you, you know, I, the beauty of, I think the beauty of this business is you're always striving to do the best you can, to make the best show you can, the yeah. best performance you can, whatever it, whatever it may be. Uh, but you are scuppered at every stage <laughs> of the way by people who are being paid more than you to have their stupid fucking opinion. Yeah. That's, that's why the nature of the beast. That's why I just do this on my own. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, it's very low tech, but if no one's going, no one's coming in to tell me what to do. I'm sorry if I'm the, buggering it the, up for they're you. They're not saying don't uh, don't ask Mark Addy about the time machine. He'll be upset about it. I'll no, ask no, him no. about one of his good films. Oh well, no. let's ask about one of your <laughs> let's ask you about one of your good films. How about the Flintstones in Viva La? Oh. <laughs> hey, you've played. I mean, you played Fred Flintstone. That is surely, as an actor, that is the. It's the when pinnacle. you start out, you think it's the <laughs> pinnacle. I actually, do you know? I, I was. <laughs> they kept sending me this script for a Flintstones movie, and I'm like, no, they've got what? What are you talking about? You got the wrong. Oh fucking bloke. No, no. And I ended up in, in an office with the head of production at uh, Universal saying, we're doing this show, we've got that, that you could be great. And but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the <laughs> Flintstones. And it, it got to the stage where, you know, she, she told me that, that Spielberg, the executive producer, had said, this is the guy I want for this. Right. So, and you go, do I, do I, ah, and I did it, <laughs> and 
you know, uh, financially it was it was lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it, it's it, and it's one of the. There are people who like it. <laughs> uh, it's a, it was the most it was the most bizarre experience yeah, yeah, I think I've ever I've ever had because you you know you're there playing a lead in a Hollywood movie. Yeah. In <laughs> the fucking I mean, it is kind of incredible. I mean, it's I'm not I'm not underserved, but you've got an incredible career, and you've you know, and Here's you know, stage, film, TV. It's it did afford me one of the fine. You do these. What, what what you have to do if you do if you're in a big studio movie, you have to do a junket, which is where you have to publicise what it is that you've got coming up, and you sit in a hotel room in New York. There's a chair here, a chair opposite you, a camera on either side, lights and everything. Um, uh, journalists have two minutes. They come in, they sit there, they have two minutes to speak to you uh, and to talk to you about it. And then the next one, yeah, time's up. Next one comes in. This is Sven from Sweden. He <laughs> was good. Okay. The, the worst, the b well, best question I was asked, and it, it was, I'm ashamed to say, Jackie Brambles, who used to work for Radio 1, but she was working for GMTV at yeah, the time. And in her, uh, she had two minutes to talk to me, and she sat, sat down. I've been there for two days doing this, <laughs> talking about Fred Flintstone. And she said, uh, "So, Mark, in this film, you get to drive a Bronto crane. <laughs> Have you ever done that before?" <laughs> that was. I'm going to write that one down. That's a good really? emergency question. <laughs> Have you ever dri driven a Bronto crane? I mean, you know, I'm kind of blown it on this one. Is it? I, I, was, I read. I haven't seen the, the uh, Viva Rock Vegas. Ah, oh, you should. But I was reading the Wikipedia page about it. It's the first film that Kristen Stewart ever appeared in. She was a. She was. Like she, in was the she was. The, she was the daughter of the script editor. Oh right. And uh, yeah, she played a little a little girl in the in a fun fair. Right. And I, uh, I didn't get to meet her really. Oh. And also Hannah, uh, Hannah and Barbera were in it. Did you yep. meet Hannah and Barbera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that, is that, that's because these are the guys you, you just know those names from your childhood. Hannah and Barbera, uh, all the all the cartoons that I watched as you, know, yeah. you presumably as a kid, Hannah and Barbera, and they uh, they there they were, and I, you know I've I've got I've got some stuff uh, that they. That they they they're, they're both dead now. Yeah. So if anybody wants to buy, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, uh, but, but but yeah, great to meet two kind sure, of yeah. uh, childhood heroes. Although you know you, you wouldn't know them, you'd never met them. But they were behind all the all the huge, absolutely, yeah, the huge uh, animated stuff yeah. back in our in our day. Yeah. The youngsters weren't they? What we're talking <laughs> about. You uh, got the film got uh, nominated for four Razzies. Oh yeah, you, yeah. But not one for you. Were you didn't disappointed not to pick one up? Didn't fucking win. Stephen, Stephen Baldwin do? was nominated for best. Right. You worked with one of the Baldwins, right? So that's something. Uh, but uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but let's uh, let's. Uh, you have done some good stuff as well. Uh, so let's.
<laughs> Let's talk about that. I don't know, I just think it, but I find it's, it's because you come across like a really regular guy, which you still are doing, so that's good. <laughs> okay. But it's, I mean, that's just, it's mind-blowing. My friend Peter Bainham, who I live with in a flat in Ballam, is now a, a massive Oscar-nominated screenwriter in, in America. And the idea of him, you know, he writes the Borat films and the films with... Uh, um, Sasha, and uh, you know, it's kind of crazy just th that you get sucked into that world. So I think it's just, it, but it's also with you, it's interesting that you, you're doing stuff in Britain still, you do sitcoms and you do theatre, but you've also done these massive Hollywood blockbusters as well, which is a very full career. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I've, I've been very lucky, and, and I, th I think you, you, there, there are people who, who, who just pitch up in Hollywood and go, I'll get something. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and try and I'll get, and you know, a lot of them do, and fair play to a lot of them don't. Yeah, and it's it can't be it it can't be a great place to be if you're if you're struggling. No, uh, I, I was lucky in that you know I went there to work. Uh, you know, I was I was offered work, and I'd go and do the work, and then get the fuck out of there yeah. as soon as I could, because it's it's a crazy. Nobody should nobody should be in Los Angeles. No, <laughs> it's. It's on a huge volcanic <laughs> fault line. Yeah. There are brush fires, there are mudslides, there's everything that could possibly kill you is there. Yeah. Why? Because it's sunny. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, so, it, you know, I'd, I'd go there, do what I had to do, and then get back to Earth. Yeah. And yeah, if you get sucked into that machine, literally, in some ways, uh, then, you know, because you're a, f you're a family man and you've got kids and you've with the same wife you've been with forever, yes. and, you know, which is quite unusual. Mine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just quite, <laughs> it's quite unusual, you know, but you could easily have been gone into that world and, and, and changed into a different person. Oh, and, it, uh, and also, I think if, you, if, you're, if you're pitched into that world, uh, uh, I was there when I was old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think if you're, if you're in there when you're young and successful... I can see how you would just go off the off the rails yeah. because there is there is all that that you could want and more and you know if you want to get involved in that then yeah you know good luck but it, it's it's insane it's, a, it's but the way you're treated world. I think because you're treat if you're a you're the star of a movie you're treated like a you know, for that moment, you're treated as the god of that world, uh, yeah, and then if completely. it's a success, you're a super god. And if you're yeah. not, if it's not a success, it's kind of yeah, the then, and then you come back to yeah. York. <laughs> that's, that's the way it goes. But you know, which is where I want to be anyway. You would rather be. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, I suppose it, it all came out of the full Monty. Was is, is that that? That's yeah, that was point. that was. Uh, 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 <laughs> and nobody would would have. Uh, Anticipated quite how I didn't even know that it was American money, right? When we made it, yeah, it was only we met a guy in the lift in, in Hallam Towers in Sheffield, <laughs> in an horrible <laughs> hotel at the top of the hill. I don't know if it, I don't think it's there anymore, but a, a guy a guy got in the lift and went, Hey, you're uh, you're Dave. <laughs> I went, What? Hi, I'm Jim. I, I work for Fox Searchlight. It turns out he's English, but. When we, and he, he, speak, he spoke like an American right. when he was in Sheffield, and then we, <laughs> we, we got to L.A., and he was terribly, terribly English. <laughs> you know, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what he was, but, th but it was the weirdest, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. So uh, Fox Searchlight funded the Full Monty. So Fox Searchlight is a subsidiary of 20th Century Fox, yeah. who are clearly a huge 
So you've got you've got big fox behind right, you. Right. Okay. So the the idea of it being an independent British film is yeah, it's not correct. No. Um, it's independent in that we, we're kind of we'll independently decide to pay these guys fuck <laughs> all, <laughs> and then we'll make. But but do you know what I mean? But. Uh, and and uh, but but I have no regrets about that because it saved every uh, all of us a lot of shoe leather in auditioning for sure. other stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It was y- uh, y- no complaints about the film. But it was like it was it feels like the first one of those. I mean, British films that did that th- that did that turnover and became this massive hit, wasn't it? Because yeah, it didn't feel like it was. You know, it felt like it felt like a homegrown film, even if it wasn't. It yeah. felt like a little English story and a brilliant story, and it's a great idea for a film, and it's a beautiful story. The, I, I, I think what they were good at was going. We like what we're seeing. We like the rushes that we're seeing. Carry yeah. on. Here's you know. Yeah. Keep keep doing what you're doing, and not trying to faff with it and make it, you know, something that that it's not. Uh, they, they allowed it to be what it is. And then marketed the shit out of it, <laughs> and, and they spend uh, they spend uh, more than a million in every territory that it plays, which is a huge amount of money when it, yeah. it played worldwide. So they, you know, they they um, they were willing to 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 put the money into the marketing. Yeah. But they also, you know, they reap the rewards of that. It's yeah, but there's lots of, there's plenty of films that they do that with that are shit. Oh <laughs> and yeah, yeah. and, it was, it and was I've been in <laughs> many, <laughs> many. But it was a, it's a really good, I mean, actually, it's the kind <laughs> of film that, that doesn't get made very much anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's it, uh, you know, that, and it's about the story and it's about the acting. It's about the people. It's, it's about it's the, I think it's, when, yeah. I think when, there, uh, when it's about the, the characters, that's the thing that, that uh, an audience will... Forgive a lot. Yeah. When you go, it's because it's about these people and it's about yeah. these particular characters, and uh, that's uh, uh, you know, it's great to have the special effects and it's great to have the <laughs> you know, whoa, this is. But w- but you go to the movies to see the the human condition and 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 what it is to be alive and to be you know a, a part of this world. I think yeah. that's an important. That's that, that's. Cool. No, it's good. Good. But I'd like to be in one with like explosions and shit, <laughs> <laughs> just because uh, I don't I don't do that stuff. Well, there's a couple there's a couple of films I didn't see that I found I'm very fascinated by. Because what I'd really like to go is go to America and play a butler in an, Amer- an English butler in an American film. And right. you're in a you were Chris Rock's butler. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. that. So have I not seen this film in Down to Earth? You've not seen that. I don't yeah, think I've seen it. W- no, well, it was, yes, it was a, a remake of a remake of a remake <laughs> of, what's the film? What's Heaven the Can Wait, called? is it? Heaven Can Wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the D- uh, David Nevin. Uh, yes, it was, it was, yeah. So it was a guy who was, who was uh, I can't believe I'm talking about <laughs> He's died before his time, gets a chance to, anyway, they remade it with Chris Rock. Who was who is terrific? Yeah, but you have you know his posse. He's got about six or eight people around him yeah. at any one time. Who, but uh, as far as I could see, their job was to every time he went motherfucker, they would go. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking heard that? How many times have you heard that this morning? <laughs> 
We've not had breakfast yet. <laughs> That's what the, I get these two guys to yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Can they come with me everywhere? <laughs> so you were, but he knew, he, he Googled everything that I'd done. Oh, so really? he knew about the time machine. <laughs> he wasn't bothered, just so you know. <laughs> Um, and uh, well, let's talk about Game of Thrones as well. Well, listen, I've got I've got a Game of Thrones. The first book I had was uh, was uh, Slytherin because I don't like Harry Potter, so I did it. I bought Slytherin because I don't like Harry Potter to show J.K. Rowling. Uh, that was, it cost nineteen quid. I showed her, uh, and uh, and then so I thought I'd get. I do. I really love Game. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Game of Thrones. And like oh, you, yeah, I really love it. I think it's amazing. And, and it's really interesting because you're in the, the first series before it. I don't want to give any spoilers, but he's dead. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it's Game of Thrones. You might come back. You, you might never know. Re- no, re- no, I don't want to give any spoilers, possible. but Jon Snow came back alive again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So any anything can happen, can you? You could be you could be back at the last well, episode. Well, yeah, except you know, you, you th- I, I did think about that because uh, you know you think, well, they're bringing people, <laughs> but if they could if they could bring back, I, I thought maybe they'll bring back the good guys in the final battle against yeah, yeah. whoever is evil at that time, um, and. You go, no, no, why are they going to bring back the fat drunk king? They bring, <laughs> bring back the young warrior dude, so yeah. I'm, I'm screwed either way. Yeah. It's because no, you d- didn't last very long. No, no, no. But, no, is, but, but, you were, but al- you're almost the first major character to die, maybe, in the whole thing. Because like, the, the, the surprising I thing about Game of Thrones is that people suddenly people die. And I, think think Vis- I think Viserys went before oh, me yeah, with yeah. his crown of gold, which was brilliant. <laughs> um, but no, you know, I mean, we d- the, the thing is, at the time we shot, we shot uh, a pilot for that right. the year before we started shooting properly, yeah. if you like. And there were changes. There were different. There were cast changes made and what have you. So possibly, we reshot eighty percent again. Right. Um, but the the books weren't known over here. They they had a small kind of cult following in the states. Yeah. But nobody really knew. Uh, 
knew these stories. So we were in a good position in that you go, well, we just do the work, make make the thing that we're making, and then if people like it, fine. Yeah. If they don't, whatever. Um, but you'd have you, you wouldn't have a clue that it would have caught people's no. Well, it's the sort of because it's f- it feels like that kind of fantasy. There's, lo- there's lots of things that have had a go at that fantasy thing. It's, it's a tough. But it's, but it's uh, th- I think fantasy is a tough genre because you can't you can't do it cheaply because it looks naff. Yeah, yeah. You've got to you've got to chuck a stupid amount of money at it just to make it look normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and HBO really were the only people who who w- were willing to to do that. Yeah. He'd been approached, George Martin had been approached by various, he said, I'd love to make a movie of right. that uh, old book thing. Yeah. No, fuck <laughs> off. Um, but uh, I think HBO, I- he saw that they would, they would do a decent job of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's, because it's so, com- I mean, it's so complex and I'm a fan of it. And ah. Yeah, I can't, re- you know, half the time I'm going to my wife, who's that guy? Who's, <laughs> who's that uh, guy? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's going on and what did he do? You know, so, but it's so complicated. But that, in a way, in a way, that's good because TV talks down to you so much, you know, and, and spoon feeds you. So to have something that's quite complex. Yeah, that, ma- that makes people think yeah. and makes pe- gets people, you know, it's a, it's a good. Plus, I got to work with Sean Bean, yeah, which was, course, yeah. uh, he's a, <laughs> I'd, I had, I'd worked with him before on a thing called the Red Riding uh, trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a very, really weird dark, uh, horrible sort of... It was no time machine, let's I'm just say. It was no <laughs> right, there It you. was no Flintstones <laughs> in Las Vegas. <laughs> that's right. No, it was a different, very <laughs> different, different feel. But, um, but it was... And he, I mean, he's doing a comedy at the moment. Okay. I think. He's, he's appearing in... Uh, and he should, because he is very... He, he uh, says to me, so, uh, what's your... You're from York. Yeah. What's York like, then? <laughs> So, you know, it's great. I've, I've lived there all my life. It's yeah, yeah. So I shot some of that uh, Robinson Crusoe there. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I said, yeah. You've got one of them pound shops, haven't <laughs> they? <laughs> yep, yeah, well, we've got the York Minster National <laughs> Railway Museum. Also a fucking pound shop, if you... I can't, I can't go in there, Miss N, but I get the missus to go in. And <laughs> <it's a laughs> so I'm out, I'm out there outside on my phone going, get some more of that shampoo. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. A pound shop. <laughs> oh, dear. And uh, we, I'll, 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 there's so much to talk to you about that I forget the emergency questions and people will be upset. If I don't ask you some emergency questions, oh please! Um, but you know, I'll, I'll think of. You've heard some of them because you were hanging around last week. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, don't know what's happening. Um, this is a good emergency question. What is the worst emergency you've ever been involved in? It works on two levels. Two levels. Well, because it's an emergency question about an emergency. Oh. Yeah, it's clever. If it's horrible, you don't have to say. <laughs> the problem with it is, that, yeah, an awful thing happened. And oh, no, I've, I've blanked it out. I don't have an emergency. I was hoping you were going to ask the suck your own cock. Yeah, well, it could thing, do. It. <laughs> it might come up. We'll see how that, <laughs> see how that goes. I'm just assuming no, Mark. That's uh, I'm, I, I'm, ah. I'm, I'm, I mean, you've tried, but very quickly given up. <laughs> 
I have to see if you ask the question <laughs> first. <laughs> I've not, I've not, uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever been involved in a proper emergency. Wow, good. I, mean, uh, I don't think I probably have. It's quite, a, it depends what you, is it, is the thing like when you're filming, like you do, you're doing horseback riding and stuff in Game of Thrones, where you use, is, 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 is it yeah, peri- a bit perilous? Uh, uh, well, I, have, I did see a guy break five ribs and puncture a lung. I bet he's delighted you didn't consider that an emergency. <laughs> I said, get up and carry uh, on acting. <laughs> <laughs> it was in Morocco, was so, it? you know, it didn't really count. <laughs> <That's the> sh- <laughs> um, <laughs> have you ever seen a ghost? That's one of my favourite emergency questions. Seen a ghost? Yeah, you live in York. I there must be loads of ghosts. Ghost, uh, uh, no, ghost. I uh, no, I lived in a house in, uh, well, I stayed in a house in Birmingham of all places, and uh, there were footprints in the bath when we came back from a night out. Boot prints in the bath. That's, that's a burglar there. That might, that's uh, that's a disturbed it's a subtle difference. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I don't think ghosts wear boots. I think that's that's the kind of deal. That's the one of the advantages of being a ghost. Is you just float around, save <laughs> a lot on shoes. Don't need boots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you ever tried to suck your own cock, Mark Eddy? It's the first time uh, I've act, uh, asked. Oh, no, it probably isn't the first Hollywood well, actor I've asked. I've probably asked Russell uh, Brand about it as well. Um, I think we can all agree. No, I, <laughs> I think um, I did hear a story about a, a kid. He was like 15, who was in the bath, relaxing in a gentlemanly way, <laughs> and, and, and thought, looked down and thought, I, could, I bet I bloody could. <laughs> Had a go and thought, no, if I can just, if I get my feet uh, up over the back of my head like that. And he, he contorted himself and his back went. <laughs> and he had to say, Dad. <laughs> I think that's, uh, well, actually, that's probably an emergency situation <laughs> as well. Is, so I've yeah. answered two. And, w- and uh, what was this kid's <laughs> name, Mark? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. <laughs> yeah, but that's what. That's in the end, that's what. When you are, when you become a father, you suddenly realise you've got to go through all that yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, You're you never go gonna do it, son. <laughs> 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 Keep trying. Have you? Uh, this is a good question. I don't know if you know about this. Have you ever stayed at the Mark Addy Inn in Nell- Nellysford, Virginia? <laughs> no. Because I think you should. If you know about it, I, I've heard. I have. <laughs> I have heard of it. There's also a pub in Manchester, or there was. I, d- I think it sh- might be shut now. Because it got. Is, fl- it is it still there? It got flooded. Flooded recently. They used to do a very good cheese selection. <laughs> did you used to go in and go, I'm Mark Addy? I did. Oh, I, I swear <laughs> to God. I went in. Uh, this is back in 1980 something or other yeah. when I was, I was working at Manchester Royal Exchange. And I went in and I went, Here's my uh, driver's license. <laughs> yeah. Mark Addy. Do I get a free pint? No. <laughs> so uh, it's spelt the same way. Yeah. But, you know, you can wear the T-shirt. I'm happy for everybody <laughs> to do that. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, but I've never been to Nelly's for... Uh, yeah, it's weird. Why do you think that... I think there's a Mark... Oh, because I, when I, when I Wikipedia'd you, there's another Mark Addy who's like a guy who won the equivalent of the George Cross by rescuing people in a... That's the guy so that's that the, the pub is named. After, yeah. Now he he I lived at lived at the bank. 
He did. He lived on the banks of the the Irwell, and in 1850, blah, saved somebody from drowning. And over the the next 10 years, he saved loads and loads of people. And he constantly, he'd get, the the Lord Mayor would shake his hand and give it, and he got, fucking Lord Mayor! Come on! (laughs) And, (laughs) but, There's a school of thought that reckons he was actually going around shoving them in to, <laughs> so he could fish them out again. Get, thank you, thank you. I've done another one. Thank you very much. It could be, it could be. Um, we he'd be a good, if, he'd be good to have on for the emergency question. Exactly. He would have been, exactly. that would have been gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy though. Is that, if you went to, I bet they wouldn't bat an eyelid. No, if you went, they're not, nobody's you interested. Over. It's only $99 a night to stay there. It looks <laughs> nice on the online. <laughs> I might go there and say, I know go. a bloke called Mark Addy. <laughs> yeah. uh, can I have a free pint? Get a selfie. <laughs> <him and yeah. laughs> um, I was once so... Oh, no, no this is, I'm not going to read this. This is, uh, this is the one I want to do. Um, Richard Dawkins claims to have seen dogs doing a 69. <laughs> what's, what's the worst lie you've ever told to impress people? <laughs> Probably that I can suck my own. <laughs> no, uh, li- oh, no I'm, a th- I'm, a, I'm the world's worst liar. Are you, are you yeah. an honest man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so I've no, met I'm a lot of actors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, honest, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I cannot lie. I, I, I Your job is lying. No, you're not really, ah, you're no, not no. really King Robert Baratheon, are no. you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 our job is telling the truth. It's finding the truth in whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, I think it's, I'm, I am a shit liar. Right. Yeah, I really am. My missus would find me out any, any day. Have Have you ever flown a kite? <laughs> flown a. Have you flown a kite? Have you ever flown a kite? Only as a child. Yeah. How was uh, it? Rubbish. <laughs> Fucking rubbish. <laughs> Why? Do, what's the What's the big deal? Some Why make it into... Ooh, <laughs> it's, the, it's a bit of fucking string, a bit of cloth, yeah. and a, don't even think <laughs> that that is like a rite of passage. Yeah. It's difficult to get up there, so when you get up, they go, ooh, and then you go, yeah, it wasn't really worth it's it. It's just it? a lot of running <laughs> with a bit of string there. Is it up yet? Yeah. Oh, no, wait, am I talking about the same thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I might come back to ask you another emergency question in a second, but let me see oh what else God. I want to talk to you about before we get there. Um, I, I, quite, I was quite interested in talking about Jack Frost, but I don't know if you want to talk about any more of your Hollywood well, films. Well, talking snowman movies. Yeah, it was amazing. Anybody seen Jack Frost? Yeah. Hey, yeah. there you go. Michael Anybody Keaton? like it? Yeah. Oh! oh. <laughs> no, you know what? That was... <laughs> it's another person dying and you being around. Yeah, it... it I, I g- <laughs> a talking snowman <laughs> movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> With Michael so Keaton being the snowman. Michael Keaton, Kelly Preston. Yeah. Um, all of the Zappa children were in it. All of I think like all of Frank Zappa's children were in it. Yeah, yeah. Moon Unit. Moon Unit was uncredited. Uh, Ahmed was the snowplow driver. Oh, they were all. They're yeah. all in there. Load of load of kind of muso people that he, he got involved. 
I pitched up for that and met the director. He's a really sweet guy, Troy Miller, who directed all the, uh, the you know, the um, Flight of the Concords series. He'd all that. He's a really cool guy. Uh, and he was directing one of his, I think it was his, uh, possibly his first big studio movie. He said, got this part, uh, will you come and read for it? Yeah. Read with him, and uh, he said, man, look, I'd love you to do it. I want you to be in it. Let's go, and let's go down the corridor and talk to uh, the, some execs or whatever, somebody or other. Go off down a corridor. This is at Warner Brothers in L.A. Talk to these guys in suits who were like the youngsters. I mean, it was like Doogie Howser. <laughs> Do anybody remember that? Like, shouldn't you be at school? No, I'm, uh, I'm in an office. Okay. It's like said, that happens in Arrested Development. That's what happens when <laughs> maybe becomes a producer. He'd and and <laughs> Troy, uh, Troy said, uh, who was the director, said, I want this guy to, uh, could you go out the room? So I, I like, me? Yeah. Out the well, stand outside the room while they talk for five minutes. Right. And then they come out and they go, we're going to go and see uh, the producer. Okay. So now there's me, the director, a <laughs> couple of these guys with the ties, little guys, <laughs> down the corridor. Where's the director? Uh, and he says every time, he says, uh, before you hear him speak, <laughs> let me just say, I want to do this, that, you know, the fuck do I speak like? Anyway, <laughs> so they they we talk we talk for a bit and they said, "Can you go outside the?" I'll go outside the room. Go outside the room. Okay, the call come out. We're gonna go and see the head of <laughs> Warner Brother. And it was like a joke. I'm walking down the corridor. <laughs> my gang is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> of these people. Anyway, uh, so yes, uh, after all that, <laughs> when they go. We'd love you to do it. You can't very well go, nah. <laughs> I had a big gang a minute ago. I'm, I want to be, yeah, I want to be there. Mad. Mad. Um, and, well, and also, I want to talk to you about Hercules, because I'm quite obsessed with Hercules, and you've played Hercules, which yes. is uh, in, in, uh, in Atlantis. That's right. I, I, I recreated the 12 tasks of Hercules in a modern-day setting for one of my shows. So uh, we're both kind of unlikely Herculean figures. Yeah, I think I, 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 he, he was a misunderstood, <laughs> <laughs> a misunderstood man. Um, did you research the real Hercules very much to play Hercules with Atlantis? <laughs> or did you just get on with it? Well, you know, right. the myth, the myth the, of Hercules. I, I researched the, myth, the mythical... It's, it's, a, it's an extraordinary... You see, that's an, then... You know, your agent person, you be, they're, they're <laughs> they've offered you Hercules. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what are they on? <laughs> but when once I once I'd pitched up and they, uh, they go, well, what we're looking for is we're not looking for the Hercules that you would think of. It's a guy who just is his own spin doctor. Yeah, he yeah. spins his own, and that's how the legend. You go, All right, well, that's fair enough. I can, I can do that. Um, as long as I don't have to go to the gym. Uh, yeah, no. There <laughs> was, there was, and I did, I did go to a gym for a while, and uh, it turned out that they, they said, no, 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 no. Great. That's my kind of job. It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting, uh, there's, a, there's an argument that uh, Jesus uh, is, uh, is a part of the Hercules myth. You know, there's a lot of similarities between Jesus and Hercules. So the Christians slightly appropriated quite a lot of the 
Hercules myth with Jesus and that he uh, well, birth, virgin birth. They appropriated everything else, they did, really, yeah. didn't they? So, you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's understandable that they would, uh, they would see something that, that was proven popular yeah. and going, we'll have that. The Cern Abbas giant is meant to be Hercules, the, big, the guy with his cock out in uh, Dorset. Have you seen the big hill figure? <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a bust of Hercules on my house. The with the big, you know, well he's got it's the same thing. On your house, my house is used to be called Hercules Terrace, and my house has is the middle of the terrace, and it has a bust saying Hercules Terrace, eighteen seventy six, which is why I came up with the show. So I said I had all these things that were kind of linking together because it linked my Jesus and my cock show, and then I did my Hercules show. So I'm quite fascinated all by all comes together. Quite fascinated by Hercules. It's horrible man. He impregnated 50 women in a night. Did you get to do that in your... Uh, uh, yeah. In, 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 I, I didn't watch Atlantis, but... Killed his wife and kids. Yeah, 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 yeah he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, did, he did all kinds. Of, yeah, we didn't, we didn't cover everything in the, uh, <laughs> in the early evening... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Knockabout version. And, and you do lots of sitcoms, obviously, as well. It's, it's really interesting, the, the versatility of being able to do <laughs> all these different things. And all these different, um, you know, media and formats of stuff. You're in the new Hyacinth Bouquet sitcom, is that right? I think. Yes, yeah. they did a, they, they, they've r finally run out of ideas. <laughs> so they're, they're re-examining, no, they're, they're re-examining old classic yeah, yeah. sitcoms. Some of which I would, <sighs> I mean, for, for example, I, could you imagine... They're doing porridge, yeah, I'm and I'm you think, well, why? I, I don't. That that's something that that uh, you know. Oh, it's Fletcher's grandson, and he's yeah. cybercrime. Uh, can't see that. It's but but if they chat, I mean, the Tyson in the Bouquet one's quite interesting because it's about her early life. So it's yeah, a, it's, it's a little they're bit going, of a flip. They're going back to her living at home with her family, and she's yeah. she's a maid at the big house. So right. that's where she gets her. Airs and graces. From, yeah. So, uh, you know, I thought maybe that might be a, a slightly more interesting thing. Yeah. Was it? It's tough. You never know. You, you really, you really never know what will work and what won't. And you know, uh, uh, the, the, the things things that I've done that have been hugely successful. I would never have known that at the time we were making them. And the, uh, and by the same token. Things that you think, this is a surefire hit. Yeah. Uh, and you have no way of knowing. You've it's completely out of your control. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I write, I try to write sitcoms. I try to get sitcoms on. So it's annoying when people go back and <laughs> do old ones. In. But I can, so you know, I understand the imp the impetus yeah. behind it. And you know, it's you've got an immediately got an audience. They're remaking. Uh, they're doing Good Night Sweetheart again. You'll be delighted to hear. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the doing the new episode of that, but I wasn't asked to write it or be in it, so I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I wanted to write a good a version of Goodnight Sweetheart where a, a write someone from now went back to the set of Goodnight Sweetheart. So I do a sitcom about <laughs> so I, I, I agree, someone who's obsessed with Goodnight Sweetheart finds a wormhole that takes him back to Goodnight from the present day. Stops it happening. Well, no, he. He's a sitcom writer who can't get any... I don't know where I got this idea. He's a sitcom writer who can't get any of his ideas on TV. <laughs> and then he, get, he gets back to that, and then he realises he can copy the scripts off his DVDs of <laughs> Goodnight Sweetheart and then sell them to Goodnight Sweetheart. Uh, that's, that's why they're that's so bad. That's your time, <laughs> your time traveling figure. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, why I'm, I, that's why I'm just... I'm, I'm fascinated. I've written, a, I've written a sitcom about... that is a bit like Goodnight Sweetheart, but it's about alternate universes, so... <laughs> 
I kind of I'm sort of obsessed <laughs> with that sort of stuff. Uh, I can't remember what time we started. I don't want to keep you too. I think we've probably done about about an hour. That's pr- don't want to keep the good people of York going for too long. But it's really uh, fascinating talking to you about uh, and your long. You've worked in a ben- in a good Ben Elton sitcom. Is that something? New? <laughs> 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 uh, I, lo- I love Ben. I do love Ben Elton. I'm so as much as I'm rude about him. I love him. Um, do you, I'll ask you this: Do you think having sex with a robot should count as cheating on your partner, or should it be? Should it be definitely be allowed? A realistic human-looking robot, um, like in humans. Do you see humans or ex ex machina? Whether do, do uh, yes, yes. Um, uh, I think. Well, it depends if you need lubrication. <laughs> It's cheating if you do need lubrication. If you do, then <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. It's a bit, uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you have sex with a robot if you, if you yeah. got after the chance? <laughs> well, yeah, then, right. do you think your wife should divorce you if you have sex with a robot, or should she say that's fine, Mark? You, um, go, you go ahead. I think she should live with it yeah. because you know they're going to be useful around the house. Yeah. <laughs> not with your spunk um, all up, am I not? <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> There'd be some kind of self-cleaning cleaning thing in there, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing they've got to work on, isn't it? Just making sure it doesn't just drip back out again. <laughs> Sorry, um, I was trying to be polite with you earlier. Uh, <laughs> this is really the tone where we get to. Uh, I'll ask you, we'll do one more question. Is there any question that, that anyone in the audience would like? Pardon? Oh, God in <laughs> Oh, God in heaven. Would you rather <laughs> date a woman who was a six-foot vulva, vagina, if you will, but the whole part is the vulva, so she's just the sexual organ, or a woman who, instead of having a vagina, had another woman living, a tiny woman living in the <laughs> peak out like that? Which of those two? <laughs> that's what everyone wants to know, Mark. That's why, that's why we've come here. We've just been doing the preamble. Can we get Mark? We've got to go people. Who do you like, Mark Addy? Can, you, can we build it up? Just pretend to ask him about Flintstones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have just been biding our time and we want to know. I don't want to give the wrong answer. <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. But I, I, I think I'd have to go for the little tiny... Yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, yeah. It'd be, w- it'd be a weird thing. I mean, she would... The big vagina vulva woman would try and make herself look as human as possible <laughs> by putting on, like, false arms... Wearing, right. s- wearing some kind of hat. Yeah. I think I'm going to go for the <laughs> other one. <laughs> okay. I think uh, most people no, do. It's yeah, not yeah. that good a question because, you know, most people don't want to hang around with a massive cunt. <laughs> so um, it's been... Uh, which, as it's turned out, Mark, you have... A, we've got a little cyclical cunt-based uh, motif there. <laughs> So we started this how we end. It's really lovely to meet you, Anna, and thank goodness you are as lovely a man as I hoped you would be. <laughs> Will you give mass for it? It's York's own Mark Addy, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, man. Cheers. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Goodbye. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. No, this isn't a podcast about milk. If you like historical intrigue, a bit of culture and a sprinkling of controversy, this one's for you. I'm Rachel Stewart and I'm travelling around Europe, following the hidden history of everyday things as they're exported through time and around the world, by force, by chance or by choice. 
No need to pack your bags. Just subscribe to Don't Drink the Milk wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you very much for listening to my podcasts. Listen to some more. Tell your friends about these podcasts. We're in a very competitive market. It would be lovely to keep those downloads coming in. The more downloads we get, the more money we make and the more podcasts we can make for you. It's a beautiful symbiotic relationship. Come and see me on tour at richardherring.com. But otherwise, just, you know, go outside. Enjoy the spring air. It's beautiful out there. I love you all. Goodbye.